so all day today, basically, I have thought about making an episode for the pod because it's been a while and I have been waiting so long to post a episode, like a new one. And I have a bunch recorded. I have so much content recorded and ready to go. And I am having such a hard time deciding what to post, what message I want to deliver at this, at what time. And, you know, if people are going to like it and if people are going to listen to it, I get really anxious when people ask me about the pod (laughs) in person. I feel very judged instantly. And I don't know why or what that comes from, but the fact that people will like just simply acknowledge it in general and be like, oh my God, you have a podcast? And like literally just those words alone. And I'm like, shit, shit, shit. Like I shouldn't have a podcast. I don't deserve to share anything. Like I shouldn't be talking. People aren't going to listen. People don't care. No one gives a shit. Like shut up move along like keep going because it's not important and like even talking to my mic right now like I've literally been sitting around like I was in class today I was doing stuff I was talking to my sister and I was like literally just all day I've been thinking I'm like I'm gonna make a pod episode today so I just feel like I have so much to say and I sat down I turned the mic on and I'm like shaking You can, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I guess I'll figure that out when I re-listen to this after. But, like, I feel so nervous and anxious just thinking about the fact that people are going to listen and what people are going to say and if it's going to be good enough or if it's, like... And you know what? Like, fuck you (laughs) for making this so difficult, society. Like, what? Like, honestly... I don't know why I'm so stressed about this. Like, it's a fucking podcast. It really doesn't... My episode is not changing the course of the universe. So, (laughs) I mean... I don't know. I don't know why this, like, stresses me out so much. But whatever. I... I'm decided that... I don't know what happened in these last couple months, but I've entered a new era. <laughs> I am a Swifty, so I'm going to use this little, little Swifty lingo here because I, I've been in my reputation era for a long time. Um, if you want to know what that means, listen to the Reputation album by Taylor Swift. You'll get it. And so, yeah, I've been in my reputation era, you know, fresh out of a breakup. Screw you. Look at me. I'm hot and blonde and pretty much like just playing the toxic games and the everything, like just nothing really important. I was just having lots of fun. And that was pretty much all I was worried about. And then you know, I've also been going through a lot in the last couple months emotionally um, and with my mental health, um, just kind of navigating everything and feeling really lost about the direction of my life and redefining happiness for myself, 
redefining indifference and the importance of indifference. And yeah, it's been a journey. And so to that, I want to say this is a new era. I, I, I feel like a completely different person than I was a year ago from now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, a year ago. Even like six months ago, I feel so different and I feel so much more spiritually connected. I feel more calm. I feel like I know myself a lot better and just in general, um, whether that comes to like my learning um, I don't know, cause I don't, I just know myself better. I just feel like I know myself better. And yeah, it's been a great ride. And so that's where I'm starting. I'm going to come back uh, after a couple, I don't know how long it's been, but I'm going to come back months later and I'm telling you now that it's a new era. So we are on a wellness and do-it-for-yourself journey because like why what what else is there to be doing i've decided that i'm going to do things that make me happy and i'm going to do things for the people i love and that i care about i'm going to do things for myself (laughs) and I'm gonna love every second of it because I deserve it and if you want to get on this journey you deserve it too so yeah let's get into it so you know with all that said this is gonna be I'm gonna give you a little guide on where to start and how to start healing, how to start working on yourself and put, putting that focus on yourself, what to do. I don't know where, where you can get, you know, the first couple steps, you know. Um, what I would like to say is that I think that therapy is number one. I don't, I don't know your story. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know. But we act a certain way for a certain reason. And we participate in self-destructive behaviors for a reason. We self-sabotage for a reason. Whatever that reason may be, that's none of my business. And whatever. But you have an option you can continue doing what you're doing and as per history you're going to end up at the same place or you can option b try something different learn why certain things are happening to you learn why you think the way you do learn why your past affects everything you're doing right now And, you know, 
things like childhood trauma. I I haven't met someone without it, (laughs) to be honest, because trauma doesn't need to be a huge, giant, you know, thing. It can be small. It can be little. It can be the way that your parent spoke to you, the language they chose to use, the values that they put on you as a child growing and, and growing up. And, you know, those things have a subconscious effect on you growing, growing up and as an adult. And it's in the decisions we make, it's in the clothes we wear, it's in the way we talk, it's in the way we treat people, it's in the way we talk to ourselves. It's, it's literally a part of us. So learning, okay, maybe I actually don't think that. Maybe that's an opinion that was taught to me and I need to reevaluate Or, you know, maybe I participate in self-sabotaging behaviors because everyone has always made me feel like I don't deserve a fucking thing. And I actually just hate myself. So I do things that hurt me because I deserve that. Well, that's not true. You know, going to therapy is not, it's not embarrassing. It's not like a taboo thing. It should be normal because we need some, we need an outsider. We need an outside perspective because things that we perceive as normal are very subjective. Normal is so subjective. It is hard to see the problem when you're in it. And when someone else will come in with a new perspective, a new background, They've lived a whole life that we know nothing about and they will have questions. They will have an opinion. I don't know. Therapists don't usually share their personal opinion, but like they have a lens and they're going to be able to help you maybe rethink things or give you another way to look at it, another perspective. Maybe they'll give you, maybe they'll learn to ask you one question that's going to have you rethinking your entire fucking life. Maybe they're going to validate things that you didn't know needed validation. Maybe they're going to talk to you about something and you're going to think the problem some one thing. And th- after talking it through, you're going to realize that it was actually something else all along. And it's just a really good place to always dig a little deeper and kind of unpack things and really have an opportunity to be in a space where you're not being judged. (laughs) You are, you're not being judged. You're accepted. Your therapist wants you to succeed. They want you to be successful. They have to ethically, (laughs) like there, there are bad therapists, like they're bad at anything, but generally The common goal is to have you as the most functioning member of society you can be. And to be a functioning member of society, there are like multiple factors, right? If you're not like well mentally, there's no way for you to be a functioning member of society. You know, how do you hold a job when you're mentally ill? Well, your therapist can help you. Your therapist can give you tips and tricks how to brush your teeth when you really don't feel like it and life just really doesn't feel like that important right now. 
your therapist can talk to you about that. Maybe unpack that. Let's see where that comes from. Let's see why little that little task is feels so big right now. It's all about just talking it out and thinking about it and being really in the moment with it and having a therapist to guide you that is, you know, unbiased and educated and they know about so many different factors that you probably don't even know exist. (laughs) And maybe they're going to be able to give you some clarity on things. And if not, then you're just going to go talk to somebody about your week and talking about it and getting things off your chest is a really great way to avoid things piling up. It's a great way to avoid feeling overwhelmed. It's a great way to clear your head. You don't have to be mentally ill to see a therapist. You don't have to be in a bad mental state to see a therapist. You could be perfectly happy and healthy and go see a therapist, and I bet you'll still benefit from it. You just, it's, a, it's just an important experience, and it's important to talk about your shit. I also understand that therapy is expensive and not accessible to everybody, which is unfortunate, but that's the reality we live in, so... I can, I don't know, provide some resources if that's what people want. I can kind of do my research on that, maybe look into it. I'm not overly familiar with every single area, but I know like, I know a bit and I could do some research and really put together um, a kind of one-stop shop, maybe like a link tree or something. I can make it with a bunch of resources of places to find therapy and places to find group therapy or places to find groups where you can talk about things like eating disorders and things like insomnia and things like panic attacks and psychosis and when you're manic, how is that? And, you know, there's group therapy for anything. There's CBT and DBT and like a bunch of different things. And maybe that's going to be good for you. Maybe it won't. But there's something out there for you. And I'm sure that you can find something that's going to make every day just go a little bit easier. It's going to make you feel like a more... Maybe it'll just make you feel more put together, honestly. Because every time I go to therapy and I talk to her and I get everything off my chest and everything just seems lighter. I walk around and the air just seems lighter. Something, the weight off my shoulders. It's not completely lifted, but it's like, it feels like after carrying like 40 pounds, you grab that five pound dumbbell and you're just like, wow, I'm huge. (laughs) You know, it just, it just makes a little bit easier so that's a great place to start that's definitely step one um let's talk about step two which i'm going to kind of put this all into one spot and it's kind of like you have to unapologetically 
remove the things in your life that don't serve you. Now that's kind of difficult because that can be, that can mean a lot of different things. And that can be your friendships, your romantic relationships, your family, your professional relationships, your job, the people within that establishment. But the things that don't serve you. I'm going to use friendships because I feel like it's just it's something I struggle with sometimes. And when at what point do you decide this person I can't deal with that anymore? And you cut them out. Cancel culture and the whole thing. Now, my friends and I were not famous. However, cancel culture still kind of applies because, you know, your girlfriend does one thing wrong, your other girlfriend's got her blocked for life. The fuck? Like, what? You know, some things are pretty bad. Don't sleep with your best friend's boyfriend. Don't, like, you know, girl code. But, like, sometimes we are so quick on canceling people and saying, like, fuck that, you know, the people who are, you know, they're just going to be here or they're not. Like, you're on my side or you're not. Like, it's not that simple. Relationships aren't that simple. Like, it's not a black and white thing. And so for me, I am like, you know what? That person hurt me. Okay, well, what can I do? What can I do with that? I can move forward with this person or I can just, we can go our separate ways. Well, I like to look at friendships as all having a different purpose. Having a friend, having a best friend, having an acquaintance, this is all falling under this kind of scope. And so, when I'm having a friendship with certain people, I do different things, which is kind of normal. My relationship with one friend looks nothing like my relationship with another friend. However, both friendships are very important, and that's... And that's okay, you know? So I had a situation. I was really good friends with this one girl. We were good friends. We spent like the whole summer together, pretty much all hanging out as friends in a group. We kind of, we did our own thing sometimes. Like we, we pretty, we developed a pretty good friendship. Like I considered her one of my best friends of, at that time. And then I moved away to a new city and I never really heard from her again. She never like called to check in. She never asked if I got there okay. She wasn't really part of the whole, she wasn't part of moving. She didn't, you know, like there was no effort. And so what I had to do with that was say, oh, well, if she isn't showing effort, that's because she doesn't care about me. Well, you know, that might not necessarily be true. Maybe there's something else going on that has nothing to do with me. And so I need to reflect on that friendship and say, okay, I, have, I can have her as a best friend. I can have her as an acquaintance. I can have her as a friend. I can, have, I can block her on everything and 
call her a crazy bitch and spread rumors and tell her she's a piece of shit for not reaching out. But what, who does that help? I can blow up over a text message and call her out and call her a bad friend and say you're being, you know, you're being whatever. Well, maybe she's being a bad friend, but it's not my job to call her out on that. Well, it's my job to control the, the things that I can control. And I can control how I react to that situation. And so instead of screaming, freaking out at her, I sent her a text and I said, I hope things are going really well with you. Haven't heard from you in a while. I just hope you're well. Love you. And I got a message back not long later, you know, pretty much saying the same thing. Like, oh, just life's been crazy. Like, love you too. Hope everything's well. And that's that. And you know what? And then I was like, oh my God. All I had to do was reach out, and she reached out. We said, you know, things are crazy. Hope everything's well. Love you. And, and you know, that's where she left it. So that's what she wants. She, she's showing me the kind of relationship she wants to have. And so I said, okay, perfect, to myself. And I said, great, so this person's going to be my friend from a distance, and that's okay. And we don't have to talk every day, and we don't have to be besties even though that's what I, you know, I thought we were best friends and we were. And, you know, things change and you kind of have to just roll with the punches, ride the wave, embrace the evolution. And so with all that, I didn't cut ties with this person. We still talk every once in a while. I see her in public. We have fun. We, I see her at the bar. We'll dance together. We do shots together. I see her out just in the community and we, we always say hi. And like, I had the opportunity to continue with a friendship or blow it up and lose my shit and have no friendship. And so I got a friendship and it might not have been what I thought it was, what I thought it was, or what I thought it was going to be, may not have been what I wanted at the time, but that's what I needed and that's what she needed and that was fine. Now everything's good, you know, I'm pretty happy. And so when I say cut ties with people, I don't mean cut everybody and cancel everybody. When I say cut ties with people, I mean people who are abusive, constantly abusive. I mean people who are constantly negative or making you feel badly about yourself. I feel like cutting when it's cutting ties, it can also be as simply as removing people off your Snapchat that really don't make you feel great. And you know that moment when you're like, I'm going to post this on my story, it's so cool, and you're like, but so-and-so might see it, so I'm going to put it on my private story. If, if like, to me, that feels like I have, if I have to think about that, then I have people that shouldn't be there on my Snapchat. <laughs> if I can't post what I want, then I don't have the right people following me. And that's okay. You can take, you can remove people. You can take them off. You can follow people who share the same values as you and who are posting positive things as opposed to negative things you can make these small changes to your social media to your personal life to your home life 
And you can make these little changes where you're cutting ties with people who carry a negative energy and people who make you feel like shit. People who make you feel like shit or make you feel like a shitty person are not going to help you heal. They're not going to help you grow. They are going to be like an anchor as we're dragging you, (laughs) you know? So with all of that, it's important to cut ties and push aside the energy that is no longer serving you and reflecting on the purpose of that specific relationship before deciding to move forward is very important so that you can move forward in a way that benefits you and the other person. Because if you care about somebody, then that's what you do. You do something that's the best for you and for them. When you truly care about someone, you don't want to hurt them. You don't want bad things for them. So that's that. Okay. Let's talk about social media again. Let's bring it back. Because so much of feeling like shit comes from the internet. And taking control of that narrative is very important. I think that turning your notifications off can be a game changer. Um, I, I did that. I turned my notifications off for Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, everything that goes off frequently. And I, I turned them all off because I found myself, every time a notification went off, I clicked to go check. I want to see what's happening. And when the notifications aren't going off, I'm like, oh, well, I'll just go scroll through things. I'll just pick it up and I'll just go scrolling, you know? No big deal. Let me just flip through TikTok for eight hours. Like, what? So I was already, like, going on the app. So why do I need notifications? I'm going to see it when I open the app anyways. So I turned my notifications off. Now I go on the app when I want to, as opposed to when my screen is flashing at me, telling me to. And I feel like that was a real shift in like the way I was using, in the way I'm using social media. Um, I also changed a lot of who I was following in regards to like, body image and stuff I you know stopped following models and I started following fitness accounts and you know fitness influencers who were more focused on like move your body and like do what you can as opposed to just pictures of women that I wished I looked like (laughs) you know and I changed you know I stopped following people who reminded me of bad things. So like, you know, ex-boyfriends or ex-best friends or I don't know, family members that just make you feel like shit, unfollow them. Why do you care what they're doing? Unfollow, it's as easy as that. And then now you don't get random reminders of them all the time. 
you automatically start to feel better instantly knowing you're not going to see them on your screen like you have control over certain things not all things but certain things and if you can take control of the things that are possible that didn't make any sense if you can take control of the of certain things within social media you can kind of alter the course of how that's going to go of how it's going to end how you're going to fall asleep and if you follow accounts that are like oh positive quotes um happy life or whatever the fuck other hashtags you can do if you follow all of those you're going to read them you're going to feel that way you're surrounding yourself with those vibes if you go and follow things like you know hashtags like um depression or you know sad shit i don't know people people follow them so it's it's real it exists and you can literally follow hashtag sad why would you do that to yourself like that doesn't benefit you it's gonna make it worse it's gonna make you feel more sad and when you kind of take that control and take that power over what you're gonna see when you open the app what's the first thing that's gonna pop up when you open the app you know when you're taking control of all that your control you take control over who's following you and you really think about things that you're posting as in what is my purpose am i posting this to get back at somebody am i posting this because i want someone to think a certain way of me well yeah we are we are we're posting things so that people think a certain way about us that's what social media is it's putting up a fucking forefront image of what you want people to think your life looks like we all know it's fake and we all think but when we're scrolling on someone else's page we think it's real it makes no fucking sense If you can acknowledge that it makes no fucking sense and that none of it's real, just acknowledge that. Say it out loud. You're already ahead of the game. It's that easy. So, I'm going to do a little recap. So, thank you for coming back months and months later. Welcome to the new era. When I let you know, I will let you know when I figure out what to call it. (laughs) Bye-bye reputation. And then, hello, I don't know yet. (laughs) Your 101 guide to start healing. Step number one, let's look into therapy. Let's figure that out. Let's find a therapist. Step number two, cut ties with people who don't serve you. Remember the purpose of friendships and relationships before you deal with them. <laughs> Remember that not, relate, not all relationships and friendships stay the same, and that's okay. Blowing things up doesn't usually help anybody. Get off of the internet and stop thinking it's all real, because it's not. Go follow hashtag happiness or hashtag positive quotes or something stupid like that so that you get a little sunshine on your screen every day because I think that 
might just put a smile on your face. And yeah, that's that for now, guys. I mean, I hope you enjoy my jibber jabber and I guess I'll talk to you again soon. <laughs> Love you.